Hey friends, it's Emily and welcome to Daily Bible Things. If you're joining in this morning or at the end of your day, let's make space to engage with scripture. Go ahead and remove distractions and ask the Holy Spirit to help you let go of things you don't need so there's more room for Jesus in your heart and in your mind as we engage with scripture. Now let's take a deep breath and get started. Happy Saturday. If you have been hanging out with us for a minute, you know that Saturdays are some of my favorites because this is when we have a chance to hang out and talk about what I have been learning through the scripture we've been connecting with this week. And also, I like to take a little time to look ahead at this upcoming week, this upcoming month, because like we talked about in January, I am so determined to not blink and have a month disappear, blink and have the semester be over, blink and all of a sudden it's 2025. Where did 2024 go? How did that happen? I want to be so present and experience each day as it comes, each week as it comes, each month as it comes, so that each semester, each season, each year can be a part of that full abundant life that God has in store for me that I also know God has created you to live this full abundant overflowing life that Jesus talks about in John 10, 10. So I talk about that full overflowing life all the time And that is because that is something I want to come back to each day, each week, each month. John 10, 10, Jesus says, the thief has come to steal, kill and destroy, but I have come. Jesus has come so that we may have life and have it to the full. Different translations and versions say an overflowing life, an abundant life. And those are all really awesome things. One thing I have learned recently is that I don't think that means an overwhelmed life, an overwhelming life. Full and overflowing does not mean we're stretched so thin that we can't appreciate what we're doing and what we're getting to experience and who we're getting to connect with. A full, abundant, overflowing life also includes Sabbath, also includes rest. So I want to give that little reminder And that's part of why we only look at five passages each month. Monday of every month, we read the same thing. We take a look at the same scripture. We soak in those words. Tuesdays are always the same. Wednesdays are always the same. Thursdays and Fridays with a different reflection question, because we want to take this time to engage with scripture from different angles. God's word is living and active. And I can tell you from my own personal experience, there are passages of scripture that I have had in a Bible study or at a youth group or hanging out with friends or in a worship song. And at different points in my life, hearing them from different people, hearing different perspectives myself having different perspectives, depending on what I'm going through at that time, 
the Bible has impacted me with the same passage, the same verse in different ways, multiple times over. So we take this time to soak in God's word, soak in the message that God wants us to receive through engaging with scripture. All that is to say, today I wanted to talk about the fact that we are in the middle of Lent. We are approaching Easter. It is, I think, four weeks away now, which is crazy. And in this season, my church, we are taking a look at different passages that kind of get us into the mindset of really thinking about what Easter is and why we celebrate that and the reality of Good Friday, that Jesus really did die and experienced pain and separation from God so that we could live in a relationship with him forever, which is pretty significant, pretty awesome. And I wanted to take a look at this passage with y'all that we talked about in my Bible study this week as we get ready for Sunday. It is Ephesians chapter 2, verses 13 and 14. And I want to read it straight out of my Bible with y'all. I'm reading out of the NRSV, and here's what it says. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for he is our peace. In his flesh, he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall that is the hostility between us. I'm going to read that last verse one more time. For he is our peace. Jesus is our peace. In his flesh, he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall that is the hostility between us. This passage kind of like punched me in the gut in the best way possible. And I wanted to share with y'all and take some time to apply it to things that we all navigate, which is relationships, friendships, interacting with people who are our friends, who are not our friends, people we know well and we don't get along with, people we don't know well and we don't know how we get along with them. What I love so much about this is that in the second verse, in verse 14 of Ephesians chapter 2, Jesus is our peace and he made both groups into one. He united so many people to where we are all people. Blanket statement, hard stop. That's the truth. And also he broke down the dividing wall, which is the hostility between us. I don't know about you, but I have definitely felt hostility toward people. I've also shown hostility toward people. I've had moments where I said something that wasn't kind or I gave someone a cold shoulder and didn't invite them to sit with my friends and me or made sure they knew that I was not happy with something they had said or done. And 
this verse, like I said, punched me in the gut in the best way possible because I realized a lot of times I can think that hostility is valid because of the way someone treats me or someone else or something someone says or does. And what I really felt in this passage was that I, Jesus died for us and removed hostility. There is no room for hostility if I am focusing on myself living the full life God wants for me and God created me to live rather than getting distracted by things around me and people around me. And so I realized for myself, at least, I want to be a person who does not feel or show hostility toward others. For me, I am old enough to drive. And when I'm driving on the road, sometimes I feel like someone is driving incorrectly. And it is my choice how I respond. I cannot control them. I can control how I respond. So am I going to zip around them to make sure they know that I know that I don't like what they just did? Or am I going to take a breath and realize I can't control their actions, but I can control my actions. And so I'm just going to mind my own business and slow down and maybe change lanes to get out of the situation if that's an option. But I'm not going to make a statement or try to convince them to change their ways because that's not really my job. So when I looked at this passage with my Bible study, like I said, it punched me in the gut a little bit, but in a good way. It also reminded me to focus on Jesus as my source of peace. Going back to driving, sometimes I think, oh, I need all of these people to start driving the way I think they should drive so that I can experience peace and they can experience peace. Because if we're all driving what the way I think is right, then everything will be great. But what I see in this passage for myself is that Jesus is my source of peace, expressing hostility so someone knows I think they're wrong or knows I have a problem with something they said or did is not going to bring me peace. And I don't need it to because I've got Jesus in my corner with me saying, hey, look over here. I will bring you peace. I do bring you peace. All you have to do is come with me and you will experience it. It makes me want to take a breath right now just because it makes me feel so good. It also is comforting to know that I don't have to do a bunch of stuff or convince, convince a bunch of people to do a bunch of stuff to experience peace. I also... I'm not stuck in feeling hostility because like it says, Jesus 
broke down the wall of the hostility between us. Jesus's death brought all people together. We're all people. That's the long and short of it. And so my opportunity to focus on Jesus as my source of peace and not spend a bunch of time spinning my wheels about other people or about circumstances is going to help me experience and share the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All of those things make it harder to feel hostile toward people. I also think if we put effort into not feeling hostile toward people, it makes it that much easier, easier to experience those things. And the root of all of it is that Jesus is our peace. Jesus is our source of peace so that we can go out into the world and not only experience it ourselves, but be peacemakers as we interact with other people and shine light. I'm so grateful for this passage in the mix of the other five passages we have been looking at as a group this week and as we head into the rest of this month. I also am so grateful to be processing these questions that we have coming up, these questions that we've already asked when looking at each passage to set the tone as we head into the weekend of Easter. I want you to take time to think about the reflection questions. You can watch this podcast. You can listen to this podcast. We look at the passage together, but really processing that reflection question each day is going to help you. And it helps me make it my own. It's going to help you make that passage a part of your life and not just something we glanced at for two minutes together on this podcast. So I want to challenge you to do that in these upcoming weeks as we go through March and also as we metabolize and process and meditate on God's word. I want us to keep these concepts in our minds and in our hearts as we continue working to let go of what we don't need so that there can be more room for Jesus in our hearts and in our minds. I highly recommend taking a few minutes to journal about this and talking with God in prayer. Our guided journal linked in the show notes can help you do that. We're hanging out on YouTube, like I said a little while ago. So if you're listening, you're welcome to join us with video. Also, keep listening wherever you listen. And I can't wait to hang out tomorrow. But in the meantime, don't forget, today needs you. 